making Mondays great. Hang in there, my friends. It's 8.06. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Joe Biden in Ukraine. Nope, wrong Biden. Jill was in Ukraine. We'll get to that. Kentucky Derby long shot, 80 to 1. Hasn't happened since 1913. Wow. Wow. That's a long time. But right now, we've got special guest on the line, OPD Chief Mike Balkin. Uh, good morning, Chief. How you doing? Doing great, Bob. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, thanks for sending me some uh, information because, uh, look, I know that, uh, you know, your officers have been dealing with uh, some shootings and different things, and I didn't realize that some of these folks involved in the, the shootings that your law enforcement officers responded to bravely and quickly and, and effectively, you know, this isn't their first rodeo. Um, and and I thought that we did something recently in Tallahassee that was to our benefit when dealing with the juvenile justice system. Can't you keep uh, these young criminals uh, a little bit longer than you used to be able to? Uh, they're, they're, my understanding, they're still working on that, uh, Bob, that whole 21-day hold uh, uh, rule. They're trying to expand that, which I think is going our way, and it, it's extremely important. Right now, they're uh, – and, and I'm always careful. You know, I don't want to make, uh, make uh, throw any uh, shade on the, the, our, our friends over at the Department of Juvenile Justice. They do a great job. But, yeah, these are legislative problems that need to be uh, handled in Tallahassee uh, where uh, specifically we just have a, uh, an issue. It's a catch-and-release game with these kids, and uh, a lot of these kids are, are turning out, out to be career criminals and uh you know they they see this as uh, uh you know what go, goes on with their their charges they just realize there's no consequences for their actions and what i really think as as do most of the chiefs and sheriffs across the state that yeah it's a catch and release game there's no consequences and we're teaching these kids allowing them to become career, career criminals and then we you know we jump up and down uh, like we've uh, accomplished something when they turn 17 and we send them to prison for 20 years and that's uh, that's got to change we've got to we've got to have some changes up in Tallahassee uh, uh, to make that happen. But the case in point you're talking about was, uh, yeah, a couple of uh, juveniles that were uh, uh, testing out a bulletproof vest on their friend and, uh, you know, ultimately shot and killed them uh, accidentally. Uh, they were held. Uh, they were actually charged. In that, in that case, that was a little bit different. They were charged as adults, as I think they should have been. Uh, and, of course, when that happens, you become eligible for a bond, so juvenile or not. So uh, that's kind of how that happened. And within just a, a couple of weeks, they were doing drive-by shootings here in Cal and we're apprehended again. So, yeah, that's kind of the stuff we're dealing with, uh, uh, you know, and that's not uh, uh, just with the juveniles. You know, I, I, we work very closely with our federal counterparts and uh, Mr. Bodner here at the United States Attorney's Office. I've got a pro- press release on my desk from him where we uh, just set, got a, a 15-year prison sentence on a, on a convicted felon uh, that we stopped with a gun uh, with 20 prior felony convictions. Wow. Uh, and, and it just, I think that tells a story, you know, uh, the recidivism rate is extremely high, and quite frankly, our police officers, our sheriff's deputies, should not be arresting anyone with 20 prior felony convictions. They should be in a prison somewhere. So. Yeah, and I hate the, the, the fact that the ability for some that are not Second Amendment supporters to somehow blame the guns for this. So as a Second Amendment supporter, I'm like, no, if, if you're uh, you know under 21, you have a handgun, the penalties need to be severe. You're 16 years old. It's It's got to be somewhat severe as a, hopefully a deterrent effect. These kids were playing with guns, shoot, you know, obviously clearly don't know what they're doing when they're shooting each other in body armor. And I know there's stuff sure. on the, the Internet, stupid people doing stupid things. But right. for them just a short time later 
to be running around involved in a drive-time shoot, you would think it would be the chance of a lifetime. Like, I can't believe that terrible event happened. Man, I I learned my lesson. I'm not going to play with this stuff anymore. And yeah, But, in you, fact, you, they go back to worse. I, I, a couple things. One, I agree wholeheartedly with you on the whole Second Amendment issue. You know, guns don't kill people. People kill people, and usually bad, very bad people kill people uh, with firearms. So, uh, but but you, you know, I, I think this starts in the home. I think this is a problem. You know, my wife worked in the in the school system for several years, and she said, "Hey, Mike, if you, if you want to know who your next shooters are, come to my kindergarten class. I can oh show you." My. And I said, what, "Well, I said, what do you mean by that?" And she says, "You know, these are d- the disciplinary uh, issues that we see. There's problems in the home. We." They could track them through through school, and then ultimately see the, the same kids uh, wind up in the news uh, in handcuffs. So I I really think we've got to change. You know, society's got to change. We've got to start identifying these kids early. We've got to start identifying the the poor parenting uh, 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 very early on, and try to you know try to make some inroads there, and and uh, you know make some headway because I, I, I think it's a failure on the part of all of us to allow these kids to go down the wrong path. And uh, uh, you know, and we're trying to do some some things here. With Mentoring programs, things like that, to try to to bridge that gap in those homes that just don't have that that you know that proper ability to raise a kid the right way. Yeah, I know you've been promoting Big Brothers Big Sisters of Marion County. Uh, yep. That's great. Young people, they they need good role models. They need you know strong personalities to help you know guide the way for them. So I know you implore people to get involved in that. And at the Ocala Police Department, you've got some great role models there, I'm sure, and they try to share their life's experience. So, uh, look, that's that's what you can attempt to do. Try to prevent things, get to the kids when they're younger, show them, show them a better way and a model of, of somebody, you know, living the real good life, not the, not the short-term, you know, smash and grab, go to prison kind of life, you know? Right. You know, I, I, and I'm glad you brought that up. Big Brothers Big Sisters uh, partnered with us uh, about uh, four months ago because uh, we were looking for a way to, uh, to to really develop a mentoring program without trying to, you know, we were short-staffed, as everybody is, and uh, we could, certainly couldn't uh, do the administrative work. And, you know, they came up from Tampa. They pitched this idea, uh, and it's uh, kind of growing. It's not kind of growing. It's growing tremendously. I signed up, actually, and I got my little brother, Michael. He's a great 11-year-old little boy that, uh, uh, you know, he's, he's got some challenges, but uh, we're, we work through them. He's actually working on his public speaking. He's done a couple uh, speaking engagements with me already. I'll, I'll say this for the listeners out there. If you want to have a real impact, uh, a true impact, it's great that you open up your wallet and give money freely. I know that we, we've got a lot of folks that do that here in Marion County, uh, but, you know, there's nothing more valuable than your time with these kids, and, uh, and I couldn't uh, uh, express more uh, uh, more about uh, positively about Big Brothers and Big Sisters, and for the listeners, if you really want to have an impact, go to their Facebook page, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Marion County. Sign up, be a mentor. It, it'll not only change the life of a young child, but it'll change your life as well. I think it, it's done more for me uh, than it's done for little Michael just in the past three months. I, I've heard that often, so uh, great job all the way around there. Uh, starting Sunday, May 15th, is the beginning of National Police Week, um, and unfortunately, we've, you know, every year, too many officers dying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, Police Week was created back in, uh, I think it was 1962 by President Kennedy, and it's just a way in which we, as a country, can honor those law enforcement officers who, uh, you know, who gave their lives uh, for, for the betterment, or betterment of our communities. And uh, lots going on. Uh, this year, uh, it'll be uh, held May 11th through the 17th. But, of course, there's a lot of different memorials that'll go on different times across the state. Our 
honor guard was up in Tallahassee uh, uh, recently, um, you know, to honor the 85 Florida law enforcement officers that, that died in the line of duty back in uh, last year during the course of 2021. A lot of those are COVID related, unfortunately, but uh, it's been a it's been, it was a deadly year, and uh, you know, we we certainly want to do everything we can to remember those folks, and of course, uh, moving forward, do everything we can to prevent uh, those deaths. And your your fallen memorial officer, uh, your what locally is May nineteenth, McPherson campus at nine a.m. Correct. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, if, uh, we'd love uh, we love it when folks come out, uh, you know, and show their support. But yes, sir, May nineteenth, uh, I'll be there uh, actually speaking. So I hope to see some folks out there. Oh, there you go. Uh, we appreciate your time. We appreciate the uh, the hard work, and especially uh, trying to make changes. For young people, and and maybe they'll take a better path. I think it's all big, and we appreciate yeah. it. Uh, Ocala Police Department Chief Mike Balkin on the Bob Rose Show. Thank you very much, Chief. Thanks for having me, Bob. Have a great day. All right, you too. All right, we've got a lot more to talk about coming up. The CDC and 100 cases of hepatitis that really has them kind of scratching their heads, quite honestly. We'll dig into that, and we'll talk about... A lot of other things as well right here on News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Hang on.